The Big Inside, number 34, June 30th, 2008. Coming up right now on The Big Inside, what makes a true athlete? What does it take to prepare yourself with the intensity of a true American contact sport? How does one transform one's body to become a machine and face the grueling sideline challenges of male cheerleading? Well, you'll find out when we talk with former competitive male cheerleading coach and my brother, that's right, Ethan Mady, at 20 past the hour. Call in to 617-237-1234 to join us. Also coming up in today's Loose News, our continuing coverage of fitness news about the presidential candidates. You're going to want to hear about this. Meanwhile, you could win an entire month's free membership at a Boston gym just by calling into the show. And at the end of the hour, find out why you should celebrate your right to fast food this Independence Day as the Queen of England goes belly up in a drive-thru. All that and more this hour. So, brought to you by people who don't realize the word physique is not spelled with an F. Warm up your ears, because this week's Physique Challenge starts right now. It's Monday night. The greatest feeling you can get in a gym is the pump. And it's time once again. Put that freaking sandwich down. For the ultimate physical challenge. This is getting frustrating. It's the big inside. Why work out when you can pack muscles by taking drugs? This is the show that turns physique sports and physique performance. Who's talking about my bodybuilding attire? Inside out. Our whole family is arguing over how to prepare soft-boiled eggs. Every Monday night at 5 o'clock. Maybe a light workout here and there. Interviews, facts, news, contest coverage, opinions, editorials. School is in. And, of course, some general mayhem. Talking and getting under people's skin. Concerning the world of physique sports. The idea is to show as much muscle as possible. And athletic performance. Seems to be working for you. And now, coming to you from deep inside the world of physique training. You can tell I have a lot of fat on you still. I'm Christian Mady, a.k.a. XN. He works out every single day for an hour, six days a week. And I'll be your host. Don't you talk to me. Welcome to... Oh, right. I made that up. The Big Inside. I hope those headphones were already broken because I put them on and I thought I was going deaf in one ear. This is Christian Mady. I broke them. You broke them? Yeah, I couldn't hear anything. Christian Mady, a.k.a. XN, and this is the show connecting the physique world with the real world and turning them both inside out in the process. Whoever you are, pro athlete, an average Joe Jim dude, or just some guy with hearing in the, only the left ear, no matter who you are, you're always doing something with your body. And this is the show where we discuss how real life and the real world affects and connects back to your body, your sport, your health, your life, and why you should even care. We're all about the conversation, not the education. But with our luck, you're going to learn something along the way. We have so much to do. I'm so glad we're on time. You, you know, Chris, you know why we're on time? No, he has no idea. My brother is the guest today. That's kind of creepy. Um, this is going to be a little bit... But you're going to be nice to me, right? I'll do my best. I'll do my best. That's, he just almost swallowed the microphone. At 20 past the hour, uh, can you believe my brother's going to be the guest, Chris? Uh, can I believe he's your brother, or can I believe that he wants to be in the same room with you? Guess why we're on time. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because he, <laughs> he drove. That's exactly why. Exactly. You have to tell me that. Exactly. You know, well, it's better that, you know, I, I'm, Jenny Barry, was she awesome last week? I had no, no complaints with Jenny. We had to clean that window. There were so many guys licking the glass. Yeah, those sports cave guys were a little... They were <laughs> pervy. She's like sitting here giving this nice interview. Listen to episode 33, a little people. shady. She had a little hair flip thing going on. Oh, she, she was knew. loving it. Oh, she was loving it. She showing off her did. killer triceps. <laughs> Listen to episode... I, I, love a, I love a woman with a nice set of triceps, too. I mean. is, that a, is that a euphemism? Anyway, um, I love your triceps, baby. At, uh, you can listen to that episode 33 on TheBigInside.com or on iTunes in the iTunes store. We can get all of our past episodes. episodes. Oh, it's going to begin. 
In the booth today, you heard him, Chris Villani. He'll be keeping his hand on the buzzer because we, hey, we had a cre- clean, queen, a queen show last week with her, but we had a clean show. Clean. Close enough. Clean. Yeah. We're going to do it again and again and again. Although, Let's hope so. With two mateys in a room, I don't know. At 20 past the hour, well, I may be the competitive bodybuilder, but my brother Ethan Matey is, wait for it, he's a former male cheerleading coach. I think one matey boy is scary. This show has two. Which of us has the looser hold on his own athletic manhood? You decide at 20 past the hour. Likewise, if you call during the interview, uh, that's at 20 past, we're going to give you a free month's membership at Revolution Fitness. That's right, free stuff. www.revfitboston.com. Call in 617-237-1234. Hey, if you're phone shy, please do call us. Uh, call us. Email us at info, I-N-F-O, at TheBigInside.com. We have so much to do. If you Chris. call, it's a great way to get over your shyness. It, there you go. Yeah, lots of callers today. I got so much to do. Chris, let's get right into the news. I got so much to do. I'm freaking out. Freaking out. On the news. <sighs> My brother's shy. He doesn't want to talk. does not want to talk on the air. The loose news. With a loose treatment of physique information. That was his cue. He didn't even take it. With a loose treatment of physique information like it was current events and current events like it was physique information, these are the physique stories inside the news stories for the week ending July 30th, 2008. This is your fraternal loose news top story. Oh, you're going to love this. Top story. Sorry, Mr. Brock. You can't work out in this gym because I've been living under a stone. Further evidence that chain gyms really are out of touch with their clientele. No secret that we on the big inside are not huge fans of the chain gyms. They often lack, you know, a little personal touch and just seem a little, I don't know, lost, out of touch with their clientele. Well, this past week, the Washington Sports Club of Washington, D.C. proved our point exactly. The Washington Sports Club is part of the same chain that moves into major cities like New York and Boston, Chicago, L.A., all those different things. Then attempts to dominate the fitness environment with automatons. One of their tactics is to hire cheap help. How cheap? Well, we'll put it this way. Last week, Barack Obama walked into the Washington Sports Club, and the bubbly chick behind the counter didn't know who he was. No clue. That's right. One of the two men most likely to be the next leader of the free world, and Takia Wheeler of the Washington Sports Club had no idea who Barack Obama was. I mean, no idea. She asked for his first name, and after he told her Obama, she's like, uh, and uh, her, excuse me, <laughs> Last name Obama, and then she said, "What's your first name?" I mean, that color hair did she have? She, right, exactly. Score one against Chain Gyms. Score one for McCain. In a related story, when asked about the embarrassing incident with candidate Obama, the sports club's public relations manager apologized and said it would never happen again. When asked if it would have made a difference if the candidate entering the gym was McCain, she replied, "Well, that depends. What's his first name?" <clears throat> and speaking of McCain. The Big Inside host, XN, is two degrees of separation from the Republican candidate for the presidency. This is true. Hot news. John McCain went to my old college gym. But let's be truthful here. Instead of lifting weights, he flapped his jaw. I am very proud of my alma mater, Carnegie Mellon University. Yes, I'm smarter than all of you. Now, and this week I learned that my... Oh, Madras. <laughs> Not Madras. It's just plaid. Tartan plaid. Yeah, how do you get... My school colors... Guess what my school color was. What? Plaid. How do you rally? You know what the mascot was? A bush. I mean, how? Who? No wonder the athletes. How do you cheer for that? I, know. I, I went to a school where the color was orange and the mascot was a fruit. Well, that's kind of like this show. Anyway, I'm, <laughs> I'm very proud of being from Carnegie Mellon. And this week I learned that my affiliation with CMU brings me merely two degrees of separation from presidential candidate John McCain. 
He made a speech in the CMU gym. My bodybuilding career began in the CMU, CMU gym. It's like we're practically workout partners. McCain made a speech on fiscal responsibility and his overall financial outlook for the nation. I just played with the cables. In a related story, we will be bringing you future presidential fitness brushes with fame in upcoming episodes, including Buchanan's jogging path and the Power Yoga Lattes team of James K. Polk. I <clears throat> ate a McCain potato chip. Does that mean yes. I'm related as well? Practically his head of staff. Six ounces of separation. Right, right there. there. Six ounces? Yeah, six separation. ounce bag. <laughs> well done. And Ethan's on the board. He's already more witty than you are. Pithy, I believe, is the word. Okay, we'll hand the mic back over to Christian. Next up, let's get the hell away from the presidential candidates because I got nothing. Next up, look at the pecs on that 12-year-old. A gym in Florida specializes in teen and preteen weightlifting programs. You heard right. Kids, children, little ones, lifting weights, deadlifting, squatting, curling, and dementing their bodily self-perceptions for life. Ah, the magic of childhood. It's always been a controversy. Should little kids be encouraged to lift weights, or is it best to just let children play to develop their physical durability? Well, one South Florida fitness chain has taken a side in the debate. Gym Rats, that's with a Z, just in case you thought it wasn't cool, is a gym (laughs) which focuses on weight training for children. We're talking like 11-year-olds, 8-year-olds. The owners were quoted as saying they're more interested in teaching kids about structured exercise than in making the little ones buff. The kids trained with... The kids train with more stabilized machines. Yeah, like they use the cables and stuff like that, and they don't use the free weights. But although the program is shaped benevolently and geared towards developing a child's awareness, it is nonetheless controversial. Experts have strong opinions against children training heavy, yet there is such anecdotal evidence to show that with proper supervision, there is negligible or no danger. Now, go hit the weights, Junior. That That one ended poorly. Gym rats? That. And now this week's John Cena report. Happy Fourth of July, John. You've still got no talent, and that's this week's John Cena report. We'll keep you abreast of details. Abreast. News from our fitness industry monopoly watch, sir. You'll need to put on a little more mass because we need more room to fit a few more logos onto your body. From the from the uh, fitness industry finance world, yet another chain gym leans towards brand more than brawn. It was announced this past week that the fitness chain 24-Hour Fitness is now in cahoots with Nike and Apple. Nike had joined forces with iPod a while back, and they have a sneaker that I guess syncs with your iPod and counts how many steps or, I mean, I don't, something. uh, And that sales mogul kind of tanked right there. That wasn't really a good one. So they struck up a deal with 24-Hour Fitness to incorporate their exercise tracking system into the very gym equipment. This will either be a phenomenal new step in exercise monitoring or else will be a massive bust as the three brand leaders voice their sales upon the market. Be mindful of these trends, people. Just because someone can come up with an idea in the fitness industry, like a radio show, doesn't necessarily mean it's a good one. Think about it. It takes three major companies and quite a bit of cash to get this idea rolling. And if it were so good, wouldn't there have already been a demand? Hey, you know what? I have so much to do. I'm bombing. I'm ending the news. Hear this? Gone. Let's go. Let's do Big Mouse because I got... Nothing. He's talking at me. He's like, blah, blah, Work. blah, blah. Work. No. Over. Peabody. No Peabody. Done. We're just going to close it up after this, folks. You're listening to my final broadcast. No, I'm not. No, really. This You're too used to me in 42 minutes. Actually, this this is proof right here that I have the best fans in the world. You guys are tolerating this piffle. This week's Big Mouse are brought to you by Revolution Fitness in Boston, Mass., one of the last full-scale neighborhood gyms in Boston. Revolution takes, Revolution takes your exercise and fitness outside the box of corporate gyms. 
wellness, nutrition, sports training, functional dynamics, heavy lifting, yoga, Pilates, team training, seminars, classes, the list goes on and on. Start your fitness and training revolution at Revolution Fitness 209 Columbus Avenue in Boston. Look for them online at RevFitBoston.com. You people within earshot right this second are the best fans on the planet. I give you these terrible, awful news stories, and I just was flooded with emails this week. You rock. Our Big Mouth of the Week is a guy named Donato, which right there puts him Donato as the number one guy who we've ever had right, because he is a soldier currently fighting in Iraq who listens where he's stationed. If anything is going to make you not afraid of death, it's listening to this show. I'm Donato, you rock. He actually took the time away from dodging bullets to write us and said, Hey, XN, great show. Hope you stick around for a while. I spent some time looking for a fitness-related podcast but couldn't find a good one until I stumbled upon yours. You might want to rethink that. You're pretty funny, and the variety of content is great. Just so you know, I'm listening to your show from Iraq. I'm a soldier. The connection is bad, too bad to listen live, but as soon as I redeploy to Korea, is that safe now? I will listen to it from the site and probably give you a call. That would be cool. Calls from Korea. By the way, whatever happened to Mike, your go-to guy. Oh, oh, Mike. Anyway, first off, Donato, thank you so much for your service. That is thank you that you're actually calling from Iraq and that you're fighting for us. And, and I, I have nothing, if people have listened to the radio show in the past, no, I have nothing but utmost respect for everyone in, this, in the armed services. But Ethan, you remember Mike, our go-to guy. Oh, yeah, I remember you, Mike. You were part of the sacking. You were like, get him off the air. He was a little distracting. <laughs> I like Mike, just so people know, early, early, early on in the show's inception, I, you know, just to make sure that we had a format down, I did have a colleague of mine come in and sit side saddle for a few episodes. It was always planned that he wasn't going to be there for the long run. But um, so it wasn't a, it wasn't a sacking. But Mike, wherever you are, look, you, you still have fans. You can go listen to the early episodes. You'll hear Mike in the background chirping up. Think stories about like gorillas flinging poo. He fostered things. ADD. Yeah, a little bit in, in me. Our next big mouth is Matt from Cambridge. He writes a fan letter. XN. I think I love Jenny Barry. I don't know if she's as pretty as you say she is, but I like her voice. She's entertaining. And she's the only one who's handled your quips well. <laughs> she's 750 pounds. <laughs> loves Big Macs. Four, point, four, four feet, two four. I handle your quips very well, by the way. You do handle them. <laughs> you just turned me off the air. Remember that show you turned me off? That was great. Um, I did. We, uh, we love her, too, though. Jenny Barry, Chris loved her. All, all the guys from the sports cave who come right on after me loved Jenny Barry. Pervy. Perversons all. Jenny Barry, wherever you are, please come back to the show. You have a fan base on the big inside. Our next big mouth is Scott from New York calling me out once again. XN, during the, rec- during the recent delay in your podcast, I started up with CrossFit uh-oh, to fill the void that was the glorious XN's manic voice. Then I caught up on the shows where you go off on CrossFit. I chuckled. See what happens when you're not around XN? People go off and join cults. I am going to try and mix gymming with the culty crossfitting and see what happens. But it's fun, though. The CrossFit place here lets you use chalk on deadlifts and pull-ups. No gym I've seen here in New York lets you. And I go to a roidy juice gym. (laughs) Chalk rocks. Suddenly, I'm deadlifting 325 instead of struggling with 275. I might be the only person who, mid-deadlift, shouts, yay me. By the way, I may also be your only listener who heard and understood your extremely quick Brenda Dixon reference on the on the air for episode 33, I think it was, signed Scott. Well, I think, Scott, your use of CrossFit is exactly what we advocate. You know, mix it up. If chalk is the thing, use chalk. God bless you. I, I know gyms in Boston. I don't know what's up with New York. They don't let chalk. Um, by the way, listeners, go to YouTube. 
Look up Brenda Dixon parody, and you'll know the reference. Go back. It was either episode 32 or 33 that I made the reference. Um, it, you will pee yourselves laughing. I said pee. That's not a swear. I think on that note, because I'm beginning to go blue. When we come back, my brother, who is 712 pounds, will talk about how he hasn't gotten out of bed in over 40 years and the diet he's on. No, he's a, he's a former male cheerleading coach and knows my crazy story. Stick around. Call back. 617-237-1234. This is The Big Inside. You are listening to The Big Inside with Christian Mady every Monday from 5 to 6 p.m. right here on Boston Sports Station, 1510 The Zone. I'm not, I don't like this mic anymore. I can't get my foot position correct. This is Christian Mady, a.k.a. XN. See, there goes the mic. A.k.a. XN. This is The Big Inside, the show connecting the real world with the physique world. We want you to call in. Call in during this segment. 617-237-1234. 617-237-1234. Smooth cut, Chris. Call in during this segment, and you will get a free month's membership to Revolution Fitness in downtown Boston. This gym is the bomb. All I can do is call people. 617-237-1234. If you're a first-time caller, free stuff. Who can't beat it. And you know what else you can't beat? You know what else you can't beat? You can't beat having your own relatives on your own show. With me today is Ethan Mady, a.k.a. E N. <laughs> I got nothing. Um, Ethan is brought here today. If people have been listening to the show regularly, they know that we a- approach training, fitness, sports, 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 coaching, sports, and more fitness stuff from every possible angle. Everything weird, everything out there, we touch on it. And months ago, we were going to have these cheerleaders from Northeastern University. I mean, when I say 20 minutes before airtime, they bailed. Dr. Nicolosi, our standby guy, thankfully showed up. Then again, and everybody here knows this one. I, I lined up my brother, a former cheerleading coach, bailed on me. What was up with that? You bailed on me. I don't know what it is with these these cheerleaders. They're just I know they what? need a lot of primping and coaxing. I guess. Oh, good. No, do we sound alike, Chris, so that people will be able to tell us apart? Yeah, I think I can tell you apart. <laughs> oh, I will use my radio voice from now on. That, Let me close my eyes and make sure. Did you get that? He just stole my radio voice. Voice. This is my radio voice. Um, that was me. That's not Ethan. <laughs> Do your radio voice. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Creepy, isn't it? It's like, Wait, who is that? Was that? That's Ethan. That's creepy. All right. Clearly, I can see you. I know who it was. I was kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you looked away. All right, getting back to the topic. All right, so Ethan, here's the deal. Um, that we have to approach it from the obvious. Cheerleaders. Pansies. Yes? Petting zoo pansies. Not all. <laughs> some, some don't help the stereotype, clearly. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so wait, let's start there. Athletes or not athletes? Definitely athletes. I don't buy it. No, I'm kidding. Um, wait, no, so, so do cheer, the types of people who are attracted to cheerleading, is it just the guys who hurt themselves? No, typically, actually, <laughs> it's funny. The, the cheerleader stereotype um, is more the football, typical ex-athlete, ex-football player at the college level that, that will generally couldn't make that team. And still interested in keeping keeping in shape, or um, interested in, like I was, just being near the game that they love to play. So, which was ping pong, yeah, football, no, football. or basketball could be too. Um, now, tell me where you went to college because that's when you started. Was in college, yeah. I started in college at William Mary, and I uh, cheered too bad. Cheered for two years. Uh, the cheering powerhouse that William Mary was one double A school. They, wh- okay, no, they're not. A, they're not a cheering. <laughs> 
I don't know. In the world of cheerleading, could do be you different. know who the cheering powerhouse? Who is the number one cheerleading? Wait, Chris Bellani, number one cheerleading school. Here's some sports trivia for you. Number one cheerleading school in the nation. Aside from that high school in California, we're that talking was in on. Let's bring it. Keep it. Keep it in the colleges. Um, total guess. USC, Kentucky, Kentucky. Really got one of the best programs in the nation. Best cheerleaders, no teeth. That's how it works. That's how them roll. Um. So, University of Kentucky. University of Kentucky is one of the top schools. Were you like, you guys would go to conferences and be like, ooh, Kentucky! And get all like riled up. You wanted to be like Kentucky. Really? That's a sad well, All their athletes get full scholarship, even their junior varsity. Cheering? Oh, yeah. I'll pick up a freaking pom pom. Absolutely, man. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's nuts. So, wait a minute. Now, so, now, those cheerleaders are probably just like, they're actually recruited in. They're not like guys who couldn't play football. Yeah, they have, you know, in the Northeast, cheerleading is very old school and. Pretty atypical okay. to the rest of the country. <laughs> so, for those of us not in the know, what exactly constitutes the old school of cheerleading? Well, let's put it this way. <laughs> Pop Warner programs in the Midwest or you know, the Southwest or even Southeast, they have some really skilled cheerleading programs. They're very good, okay. very talented. Here, it's make sure the girls look pretty, uh, barrettes in their hair, you know, that sort of thing. Make sure Issues, they all look problems. good. It's very, very uh, stereotypical cheerleading that's what which is what i call old school okay so and you rate a, 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 a region's proficiency by how many concussions per cheerleader is that how yeah it's exactly but um, but massachusetts is coming along i mean they've come a long way um since i was involved with it um and they're you know they there's definitely some towns with some very very strong programs but in general um it's a lot bigger in other other parts of the country so they have feeder programs that feed right in so when you go and cheer you're going to cheer pretty much from once you cheer at the pop warner or junior high school level and you and that's what it's called when through. you cheer so that's what the athletes do yeah and now it's more of a competition thing they've made a whole marketing it's a whole marketing well yeah we, we covered the schwarzenegger expo a few months back and they had a, they have a whole cheerleading thing going on there in ohio yeah. and these these uh it's big money you know and you know uh, you whoa, gra- wait, there's big money in cheerleading yeah. for coaching absolutely well, i mean i have oh, for coach? i have okay if, well if you if you run, a, like clinic a, or you run a cheer gym there can be some big money if you're very talented you have uh, you can get, develop a clientele and if you can keep your ideas fresh. But you, is it you can like a beauty money? pageant? Is it kind of like, I want my daughter on the top of oh, the pyramid? Yeah. Clearly you is have it? that. You have <gasps> I love that. it. No, but, tell me more. <laughs> but I would say that it's a lot more, you know, it's cutthroat. I mean, you've heard stories in Texas and people being very, very No, what stories in Texas? You know, a woman This is the big her. inside. My listeners are brilliant. I'm stupid. Tell me. The woman killed her daughter for... <laughs> <laughs> Kill, she went after. She went after and attacked you know, some. He doesn't girl. know. I'm sorry, I misstated. Start she, over. She went and, and attacked another girl because she was competing for the position on the junior varsity or varsity squad, and it was that cutthroat that they. Is this, I don't is know. This the high school or at the high school level? Yeah, I love it. So, oh, that's genius. And that's where you get that that the conflict or the, the convergence of you know my daughter's a great athlete, but then you have to have her in the number one spot. So it's like beauty pageant meets. I mean, athlete, my sympathy to the family. That's horrible. Yeah, absolutely. But but. but but brilliant as well. So, but here's the thing. So, so here's the thing. So we have this cutthroat wor- world, and it's and it's an aesthetic sport. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. You and I come from the same family. Right. We're both crazy in our own special, unique ways. We both took to aesthetic sports as opposed to you know competitive performance sports, where it's a score. Right. You and I both took to aesthetic sports. Cheerleading and bodybuilding share that in common, obviously. Well, I would clearly say that I played a lot of typical sports up until I went to college. So. Okay, I was very involved. What were your okay? We do this for every athlete. What were your sports? What were your I sports? I played football, played baseball. football, baseball. No, so they know. I so, know. I know what they are. Obviously, I played those sports, but 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 clearly, when I went to college, moved on. So um, we uh, 
I'm sorry, you just got a note from Chris Villani. And um so I'm gonna I gotta I'm gonna take a couple callers in a minute. Um I'm I'm I have a I'm gonna take it right now. Can I take a caller, Ethan? Please go. We ahead. may be in all kinds of trouble here. There is a woman named Barbara on the phone, and before I, I pick up the phone, I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed because Ethan and I both are very close with a certain Barbara. Hi Barbara, you're on the big inside. Just wanted to give the details of the <laughs> This is a family. Chris, guess who this is? No, her daughter's best friend. Your yeah, it was her daughter's best friend. That's right. Absolutely. Mom, did, did you, this is my mother. This is the, oh, the, the woman who brought the big inside to life. That was a tremendous compliment there. I said sister. Yeah, she Chris, sounds young. Chris Villani thought you were my sister. She looks young, too, by the way. Uh, yeah. And cheerleading does run in the family. Do tell. <laughs> Do tell. So. That was uh, that was uh, something that I thought I should add. It, it so that does. You understand where and how cheerleading becomes very, very sensational for people that really enjoy football and ba- basketball and baseball. You, I mean, well, you got, and that's what I'm saying. Did, did you? Which now? This I'm going to put you on the spot, Mom. Which did you enjoy going to Ethan's football games or Ethan's cheerleading games? Which were more fun? Actually, in high school, I was a cheerleader, and I enjoyed the, all of the football games. So, so, so you, and all of the basketball games. I also played basketball. So, so basically, so once Ethan started cheering, he was just a disappointment. No, no way. <laughs> I just thought I would tell you about the Texas lady because it was on Lifetime t- TV. It was a whole story. She did, in fact, kill her daughter's friend. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Competition. I had okay. never heard that. Oh, you Mom, thank you that. so much for calling in. Thanks, Bubs. I just wanted to clarify that that little tidbit. Quite frankly, you did a good job. Okay, take care. Thanks for calling. Love ya. That is a first. Absolutely. Have Chris, has a mother ever called in to the big inside? Not to the big inside, no. That's brilliant. That's, gonna, that's just going to help my uh, mother's boy reputation. Just 150 uh, Ethan has right the mama's there. boy reputation between the two of us. <laughs> Love you, Bob. We usually get some daughters calling into the young guns, but never any moms. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so here's the thing. So we come. Right, so yeah, she just she clarified the Texas thing, and you know, the aesthetic sports thing. Do you think you? What did you start enjoying more? The presentation of cheerleading or the accomplishment of football and baseball and all those sports? Well, I think from a sheer playing standpoint, I enjoyed I enjoyed football and baseball, but I liked coaching cheerleading better than actually And you coached at the high school level? High school level, uh, eight years, longest running co-ed team in Massachusetts. So here's the meat of the act. Now, we have, you know, uh, all kinds of listeners who have children playing sports. Now, when you started coaching, all right. How much more, uh, let me be gentle, freaking dysfunctional are cheerleading children as opposed to, like, say, little... You've also coached, like, other... You have a son, Owen, so you have, all, like, other little league sports and whatnot, so... Well, when I coached, which was, you know, probably 16, 15, 16 years ago, it was a lot more... Um, it, it was a lot easier. Today, the parents are way too involved, and it's it's just crazy. It's, it's crazy to coach little league. Is that true of every sport, though? I would say that, um, well, I was fortunate. I think that there there was less of a, uh, you know, there were always par- parental advocates for their kids, but but bottom line is, is it's far more rampant today than it was back then. So I parental actually was able to control the show a lot better, which was better for me. Do you think parents are doing their kids a disservice by getting all up in there? I think to some extent. I mean, it, you know, I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you a great example. asking your opinion. I'll give you a great example. The 
you know, every cheerleading team has to have their names on their jackets. And, you know, and every year the parents that are seniors of the seniors, it's their last year and the kids are leaving and I understand that. And they want to get them, you know, the new thing. So when I came in and I started coaching, I made a rule. None of that goes on. You earn your jacket. You earn your, your Nazi and <laughs> never again. And, and the case that I made was that, you know, okay, so this year, you're, you know, Jenny gets the name with the jacket on, but next year, Alice's mom wants to outdo Jenny's mom, so then they have to get pants, and then pretty soon the cost to be a cheerleader is, you know, 300, and it's, and 400 nothing, bucks. And it has season. nothing to do with the sport. And it has nothing to do with the sport. It's just because they want to walk around with their names on it. Well, well, you know, I would just say this. Whoever girl dies, the other girl gets the jacket. No. <laughs> so, um, so, so you think that is this true? Do you think this is like about cheerleading that it's getting this like glitzy, glammy, or do you think that this is probably something that all youth sports are suffering from right now? I think it's clearly all youth sports. It's not just cheerleading. Okay, um, but I think so. The gimme gotchas are becoming the rewards come, are becoming more important than the the prize. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I, I watch my son play football. I walk and pace the sidelines. I'm not always super pleasant to be next to. I want him to <laughs> succeed. You know, I don't yell for him, but I've seen parents yell at their kids, and I try to yell for for him in a positive way, but, you know, it's it's definitely tough. You want him to, to excel. And the same thing happens at cheerleading. The, you, typically the mother was a cheerleader, was involved, and she's living through her through her kid, and it's a, hard, it's a hard thing to detach from, especially if they were good at it at one point. Do you think, all right, do you think that most young high school athletes even have the strength and durability to, like, be throwing each other up? And Like, what are the hard tricks? It's a lot of delt strength. It's a lot of, the shoulder strength it's is actually, tremendous. It's actually the biggest area that you... Um, build up is in your is in your thighs and in your knees if you do it properly. Okay. Well, it's, and it's you know a, what? It's a misnomer that right. you have to have arm strength. Well, it's 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 similar. If anyone out there is familiar with what a kettlebell is and kettlebell training, and people see them hoisting these hundred hundred fifty pound kettlebells over their head, think of like the old days. That actually, again, it's more in the legs and the hips than it ever could be in the arm to do that. And that's the, similar. The biggest challenge is is that with when you see on TV or you see Bring It On and those kind of movies, which everything at the high school level is illegal in that movie anyway, but. Um, the, oh, we're going to talk about that. that but but the, the long and the short is, is that they see these tricks and these, these, these tricks being performed and they want to jump right to that. But just like with bodybuilding or weightlifting of any kind, you think about, you know, do a clean and jerk. It's a pretty similar motion. Um, you have to build towards that. And there's a whole leg, body, back. So do you spend more technique. time training their strength? Ironic, like, here we go. Like, happy cheerleaders. I want my jacket. But meanwhile, you're bit worrying about their strength and dirt. Well, I actually did something pretty unprecedented when I did coach and I actually brought in a strength trainer for both my girls and and my guys when they were there. That's unprecedented. And, Shouldn't that be more common? Well, they work out in a gym, and they now have gym programs more catered towards cheerleading. But I actually had uh, uh, a volunteer that actually came in and trained the girls and the guys. Did a lot of plyometric training and uh, burst speed type burst type training. Yep, yep. Um, and uh, it, it was remarkable the difference and the mm-hmm. confidence in the that the kids got. Do most of the kids kids going into cheerleading like all the kids? I want to be the cheerleader, whatever. Da, da, da. And I'll talk about the boys part in a second. But kids coming to cheerleading, do they anticipate that? Do you think they think it's as much of a sport as it is? Because I know no. as coaching bodybuilders, they never expect it to be as much of a sport as it is. I mean, I, I can make some gross overstatements, but do I would it. say that yeah, in it's general, big inside. make it a gross overstatement. In general, you know, there's there, a lot of schools. The athletic programs are strong, and then the cheerleaders are are the people that don't make the other sports typically, or they're not as okay. interested. Okay, so the athletic, your athletic abilities are are hampered to some extent. It's not a universal principle, but typically that's how it works. And um, I don't think they walk in with that. I think they figure it's going to be easier. Yeah, and it's more social. Well, and well, that's the thing is, and and I want to talk about the guys because I got to say that you know the, you, 
the reason we picked we originally selected the Northeastern University cheerleading team is that these guys have a lot of a lot who go on to be professionals in actual you know pro leagues of other sports. Um, these guys are beasts. I mean, they're walking around two forty shredded. I mean, I'm not going to make any. Are they you know, shredded? Yes, I'm. I'm. I, I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how much of it is them. If you follow what I mean, this is yeah. you know they're this is these are guys who used to play football and now can't, and the masculinity might be in you know threatened a little 100%. bit. So there's a little bit of compensation going on. Was there a lot of juicing when you were in college? With I the, didn't uh, know of any. Um, but now but that you look back, looking back, there was probably a few, a few guys that. that so were I would tanks. imagine the che- that's what I'm saying. I imagine the che- the male cheerleaders are actually. Well, every male cheerleader I've ever talked to has a little chip on his shoulder because they, they really defend their, I'm a guy with the girls. I'm with the girls. I got my well, hand up for a paguka, and I'm with the girls, you know? Well, I mean, it, it doesn't, I mean, honestly, one. honestly, being with, you know, some of the prettier girls in your school isn't a bad thing. Right. They're typically in shape. So there's, there's that aspect and um, there's a lot of fun to that. But I think really what I find interesting is the guys that were bigger, like as an example, when I went to, and I cheered for a national company and when we went to, to train. They did things like where they try to hold the girl up over your head the longest, and the guy that won the contest was like a veal. I mean, he was, <laughs> he was, you know, re- I mean, he veal. was shredded, but he was what didn't have a lot of muscle. But it's all joint locking. Once you get up there, right. and what happens is, I think when you get too big, you can't lock out, and then when you can't lock out, but you these end up- guys, but there's a masculinity threat. Yeah, totally. I, they, I totally. See what, that. Is that internal as well? Do they? Do you guys sit around and lament and say, "Guys, what are we going to do to up our butch image?" I mean, what happens? Well, I mean, you got like, come on, you're the running gag. Well, I what I what I get of concerned the about world. is when I see that high school level. I mean, some of these these coaches don't know what to do with the guys, and so then they put them in these compromising positions, which makes it far worse. I mean, we used to call it guyifying. Like we'd take a cheer, and we had to guyify it because it had some move in it that I wouldn't let the guys do. But on the other hand, it was something that you know it, it legitimized. Having the male, you know, they felt confident wasn't going to put him in an awkward position or an awkward situation. So, well, that's that the scary thing. Happen. That's why a guy wouldn't want to do it. Obviously, at the, at the college level, clearly there are more male coaches. Paguka so. or not, they don't want to. Right? Yeah, absolutely. The so, do you think that male cheerleading is a good thing for young guys to get into? I mean, do you, like, like I mean, good thing. Good is such a general vague, but you know what I mean. Is that is should we be sort of opening that door more in high school and college sports? I I think so. I mean, I. I'm I'm a pretty strong proponent, and I'm definitely biased. But I think in what the the aspect that you don't really get is the the, the sense of timing, and and uh, at that okay. age, at the high school age specifically, where guys and girls aren't very trust you know trusting of each other. Just, Interesting. Um, I think from a social level, it, it makes a huge difference in being able to. But imagine trust guys would be more yeah responsible because you're putting your life in right. someone else's hands. Clearly, I mean, in, like literally, it's not just of course. A, uh, you're not spotting them. You're it, actually. It, let's, we can go growing. one level deeper and say that it actually would, you know, subconsciously teach a, a teenage boy to respect a woman. To like, she, this is a precious item, which may travel over into other areas of life. That's interesting. That's an interesting, very interesting point. Um, the because uh, we know that the football players just, you know, anyway, we we're not going to go there, um, or we could with the baguka. Well, I used to take the football players and have them cheer for me in the wintertime. That's actually how I would recruit recruit the football players because right. they would see the girls on the side and then come over. Would they? They, they, I'm going to wrap this up in a second, but you know the um, the other thing that you're the point you think you're making is that the skills involved, the the balance, the stamina, the durability, you know these things. No one would expect that level of athleticism. This these are things that guys actually want and need as a cross training thing. So it's almost you know slam dunk. I think that most guys are afraid of the compromising position um, and the stereotype and the stereotype and the steroids. No. We're going to come back in a few minutes with the big outside roundup. Ethan, this was actually kind of interesting. Oh, I appreciate that. I love how 
We should talk more. 34 shows my mother calls for him. No, I love you, Bobs. Anyway, when we come back, the big outside and, of course, belly up. This is the big inside. Stick around. You are listening to The Big Inside with Christian Mady every Monday from 5 to 6 p.m. right here on Boston Sports Station, 1510 The Zone. Awesome stuff. My mom called. That's just the coolest thing ever. I win. I win radio. Um, real quickly, we're going to go to The Big Outside. I switched headphones. Oh my God, it's like, I'm, it's like I'm set free. I can hear again. These are yours, aren't they? You're holding out. Oh, I can't even hear you. Not even on the air. Anyway, um, no, I was just messing with I know, you. Yeah, I just figured that part out. My brother during the break, uh, Ethan Mady, former uh, high school, college cheerleading coach. The bulimia stuff, I got like a minute, but that's big. The eating disorders. Yeah, that's that's the thing that's the most troubling is the the whole uh, the way that the physical bias, I guess that that is promoted for uh, female cheerleaders is something that's always concerning. That's why I brought in a strength coach because when when you train athletes and you get them to do athletic activity and you force them to lift weights and work out, then they can do a lot more and it right. kills that stereotype. And that's the thing that's, that's most troubling. I believe you could be anorexic, it could be any of those, but I dealt with a lot of those issues and it's really hard. This is something know? we have to watch out for people. This is all sports, not just cheerleading, but that's intense stuff. I, 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 are you going to come back? I'll come back. I hate to end on this note, but you'll come back. I'll come back. Sure. You know where, you know my number, fortunately. It's my radio voice. Um, the, no, we'll, we'll just bring the whole family in and just have like dinner or something. I think the I think there would be too much chaos. Speaking of f- crazy families, um, I am actually a bodybuilding coach, and people have heard this on and off the air. I don't I don't necessarily talk about me that much. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, um, for the big outside today, this is our highlights, records, recaps, notable moments from the world of organized competitive bodybuilding, powerlifting, strongman, and figure fitness. We don't hit all the contests, but the ones we hit, we hit hard. I was actually coaching and, in fact, competing in a contest this past Saturday, the BLNPA Rhode Island, and one of the men who came in third in the class I was in, who should have probably beat me, is Ahmed Bader, who is on the phone. Ahmed, are you with us? Yes, I am. What did you think of the contest? Uh, it was great. Um, it was a lot of fun. So what do you think about your coach placing ahead of you? I, I thought you should have placed ahead. I coached I think you should have been ahead of me. Uh, I don't know. I, I think the uh, uh, judging was accurate. No, come on. You yeah. were shredded. You were off the hook. Your posing was brilliant. Yeah, but I think you probably had um, the density score and the uh, synergy score. What do you think of the show overall? Like, now, Is it density like how dense are you? It's de- Yeah, like that's... Size. <laughs> no wonder Christian. I know I'm his brother, but I have to pick on him for something, so... <laughs> um, Ahmed, you, uh, now you were there with the team, a team named Epic... Right and six men on the team, and uh, you guys created a little bit of a sensation. You guys were the the real centerpiece of the show. It seemed like. Yeah, I have to agree. Um, we were we were outside. Everybody's taking pictures with us and whatnot. So you were like local celebrity boys. <laughs> How did your teammates do? They do well. Were you proud of them? Um, yeah, I think everybody did great. Everybody looked pretty comfortable on stage. So it was just good to have everybody there and competing with everybody. How many contests was this for you now? It's my fourth show. Fourth show, and are you, you're improving every time. I'm assuming. Yep. How many people were in the class? I forget. The heavyweight class. Seven. And you came in third. That's pretty good. That's highly yeah, respectable. I was, I was pretty happy. Highly respectable. Um, what, uh, you know, of your, you know, who, who do you think of on your team made the biggest improvement and, and like, someone who you wouldn't, you know, most people wouldn't guess or, or wouldn't have seen it coming if they saw them on the day of the show? 
Um, Maybe not most, but one of them. The entire course of the um, the class, I would have to say, Mark has made the most improvements. Mark Bristol, who came in, I don't think he came in sixth in his class. I'm not sure. I have to go back and check that. Um, but yeah, Mark Bristol. Why, why do you say he? What? What? What should people know about this athlete, Mark Bristol, on the road? Well, I think he's he's just shown a lot of dedication, and his physique has definitely improved the most. Um, I think he's probably improved even more than me. Well, now wait. That's just that's craziness, <laughs> dude. You were just humble five seconds ago. Now you're stepping up. You know, there we go. Got... That's what you got to do, man. You got to start believing in yourself. <laughs> I mean, I'll coach you for Christ's sake. Oh, here we go. Good gum, Ahmed. You want my brother as the coach instead of me? I guess I'm the soft one. Ahmed, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, um, you know who else is here? Who's that? Kevin, are you with us? Oh, Kevin, you hung up on us. Are you there? I did it. I'm there. Kevin, you were at the show as well. You were field reporting, as you should be. I, can you hear me? I, I, we always can hear you, with, and we're eagerly on the edges of our seats listening to you, Kevin. Christian, welcome to show number 34. And I have to tell you, I, I have to make this quick because I have a big surprise for you in about 10 seconds. Okay, because we only have about 10, so go for it. The, your show, that show was awesome. And Christian, from me to you, you are one of the biggest sportsmen on stage I've ever seen. And your posing is absolutely off the hook. But now, this is a big surprise. The first time the field reporter has done this. I have a special guest on my line. This is the, this is the guy who came in second in the lightweights. Representing Team Aspire, Mr. Mike Romano. Mike, you with us? Yes, 86. Number 86. Number 86, Mike Romano. Hey, Mike, congratulations. You did an amazing job this weekend. You're, you're, you're opposing God. No, come on, Mike. You did brilliant. I, I, I saw you the whole way through. Mike, are you, are you shy about your age? No. How old are you? 47. 47, second in the lightweights. This guy was incredible. Incredible. Thank you. I mean, you're kicking the butts of, of kids much younger than you, like me. No. The, um, and what did, Mike, the hook. Yeah, what did you guys think of the show real quick? I got about a minute and a half. What you guys, what, impressions, Mike, what did you think? It was great. It was one of the better ones I've done. Really? Excellent. Very down home. It was a lot of fun. Very, yeah, the camaraderie was awesome. Most people wouldn't expect it. Most people would not see it. Would just not see it coming. It was. It was actually. Christian, if, I, if I can add my two cents, you. You always do, week, kid. That show. That show. Kevin Topka is one of the nicest guys I've ever met. You guys just stole me from another federation because I will be competing in that show in October <laughs> with Mr. Mike Romano. <laughs> Don't you have like a different an- competitive announcement every week? <laughs> No, I, I just think that that show, you know what, Christian, you know what's the biggest thing? There was not one ego in that house. Everybody was camaraderie. We had the pitchers out back. Everybody come running out. And just to let you know, the werewolf in me is gone. I am I am de-haired, and I am in bodybuilding mode. Wow. Well, we can't wait to see that. <laughs> yeah. well, hey, Ethan, what's up, my man? Hey, what's up, man? You? I'm tickled. Um, hey, uh, you guys, thanks for all calling Ahmed, Mike, Kevin. Um, the, the contest was the BLNPA Rhode Island. Look them up, BLNPA.com. You guys, this is what the field report is all, but this is what the round, the, the big outside roundup is all about. Is that for Barely Legal Naked People's Association? Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Barely Legal Naked People's Association. Isn't that right, guys? Can, you get, can I have right. five seconds? What's that? Can I have five seconds? You have five. I like to just say I have some some listeners out there, some coworkers. I just like to say hi. I guess I'm bringing, trying to bring as many people onto the big inside. I love it as I can. And Christian, from me to you, you are off the hook, man. You are, you are. I tell you, I, I'm so impressed. I really am. You even let me do your color. Yeah, Kevin did paint me, 
sadly, scarily, Kevin put die on me this weekend. It that was like wonderful. an honor and a privilege. And he and the werewolf was out. Um, I guys, new, I have a new slogan: Go aspire, or go home. Oh, he squeezed it in. Listen, you guys, thanks for calling in. We'll talk to you real thanks. soon. Take care, you thanks guys. For All right. us. Take care. Bye. That was great that we had half the contest show up on the big inside. The werewolf is out. Oh, can we just move? Let's, let, let, guys, thank you for calling in. I'm telling you, we have the best fans on the show. You guys are I'm going to have trouble eating right now. I, That's I, all I know. I, I myself swallowed a little vomit. Um, <laughs> we're going there, Chris. I'm going to lose it. And the belly up, I'm going to lose it. I, let's just do it. Let's go for it. Because before I do lose it, it's not about werewolves. <laughs> I don't think. They seem like underdogs, long shots, crackpots, but we honor these unsung heroes awesome. of the physique world, the newsmakers who give it their all, only to get flushed away in a valiant blaze of glory, and go. Kevin, Kevin Quinn, wherever you are, you redeemed yourself for weeks of repetition. That werewolf comment is brilliant. All right, this week on Belly Up, where we look at people who went a little too far, we recognize the Queen of England. With Independence Day fast closing in upon us, it only makes sense to reflect a moment upon the empire from which our own great nation was born. The United States of America became the nation it is by overthrowing monarchy. And this week we've learned that the coup d'etat is not over yet, folks. After over 200 years of independence, America is apparently still undermining the stability of England's royals. How? Well, this past week it was released to the press that the Queen of England herself has purchased a McDonald's of her very own. That's right. Her Majesty from the from the UK bought an entire McDonald's in Bath, England. The whole thing. Why would she shuck out her nation's dollars just to buy a fast food outlet? Well, when old crownies got the hankering for two all beef patties, why should she wait in line with the rest of the rabble? Now she can own. Now that she owns Mickey D's, she can royally command that all us peasants be removed from the drive-through line, making her own fast food that much faster. That's right, purchasing McDonald's in order to have control over the drive-through. The God. ultimate controlling mother. God save the queen from dangerously high levels of cholesterol, of course. So, for reminding us Americans that democracy is still the best way to ensure that no ruler impede on ever, or ever impede on a citizen's God-given right to deteriorate their health on their own terms. For reminding us that some of America's worst flaws, like our overindulgence and obesity-inducing eating, can also be seen as assurances of American independence. And lastly... For showing us that even though we thought our own nation's leaders were royal pains in the asses, apparently England's asses are about to get way bigger, we'd like to thank you, Queen of England, for going... Oh, happy Independence Day. Coming up this weekend, this, folks, more moms in the pool. Get out of the deep end. That's our show for this week. Thanks for stepping inside the big inside. We'd like to thank, thank my brother, Ethan Mady. Be sure to join us again next week on The Big Inside for another Big Deal interview, loose news, sound-offs from the Big Mouth listeners, The Big Outside, and, of course, another belly-up honoree. Today's show, co-produced by the Physiculture Collaborative, along with a guy who may not be a male cheerleader but enjoys dressing like one, Mr. Chris Villani. As always, we'd like to throw out special thanks to 1510 The Zone's general manager, Anthony Pepe, our leader who purchased his own Chuck E. Cheese's so you could get some privacy in the ball tank. Please tune into our show next Monday and every Monday evening at 5 p.m. right here on 1510 The Zone, Boston Sports Station, or listen live streaming online at 1510thezone.com, or go to iTunes and catch every episode online. Download them for free. Stay tuned for the Sports Cave with bats and, and spider webs with Jail and Rob coming up next on The Zone. That's your workup for the week. I am Christian Mady, a.k.a. XN for the Big Inside, reminding you that no matter what you do on your outside, what makes it big is what's found on the inside. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later.
Hi, this is Christian Mady for The Big Inside. If you're listening, maybe you'll like us. And if you like us, we could sure use your support. Why not advertise with The Big Inside? We offer live on-air ads on 1510 The Zone. You can sponsor a segment of the show or even sponsor an entire podcast. Our rates are dirt cheap and we love to negotiate. We need your help to stay on the air. So if you appreciate what we're doing, please lend a hand. Drop us a line at info at TheBigInside.com or go to www.TheBigInside.com and click on the advertise link. There you can download an entire press kit that says our basic rates. With a vibrant audience in the greater New England area, as well as a loyal national and even international audience, trust me, The Big Inside is the market you want to get your message out to. Thanks again for listening to The Big Inside, and thanks for your support. Until the next show, remember, big is what you find on the inside.